Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to, to Breaking, Breaking Wind. Wind. We're going to start off with why we're doing this. Why are we doing this indeed? Well, well. actually, we're maybe explaining <laughs> what we're doing, which is watching uh, from the famous Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 1, which is the fourth film, um, once a week for as long as we can stand it, pretty much. Our aim is for 52 weeks, aka a year. Twilight. <laughs> What could go wrong? <laughs> Welcome to episode 12 of Breaking Wind. Welcome to our special guest star, Sophie! So excited to be here, guys. Oh, thank you for joining us. Thank you so, so much. I mean, thank you. I know you kind of couldn't avoid it because you know, we work together and I see you every day and, and mention it every day. But thank you so much. No, I'm so happy you to You were be just here. on your way home on your commute and I just I just oh, cut I just in and collared. I just dragged you <laughs> through the barriers. I had no late. idea. No idea where I was going. You blindfolded us. <laughs> oh, I love it. So mm-hmm. little little backstory here. Sophie, it's Sophie's fault basically that we're doing this podcast <laughs> because she she was the one who recommended the original podcast, which is the worst idea of all time. Woo! Woo! Shout, shout out, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Guy and Tim. Woo! But basically, Sophie said, "Oh, just again, just just offhand comment. Um, oh, listening to this really funny podcast. Said the name of it. Little description. I went and listened to all fifty-two episodes. <laughs> she really did. <laughs> she went hard. And then." Said to said to Nye, um, oh, listen to this great podcast. And then Nye took it even further and bought and a microphone. <laughs> it's so high tech, this microphone. <laughs> so it's happened. So You're the dreamer, I'm the doer. Yeah. So basically, Sophie, you've changed our lives. Not necessarily for the better, but you've changed <laughs> Pretty them. dramatically, nonetheless. Yes. So thank you for that. Um... So yeah, so we asked you, we gave you the task um, mm-hmm. oh. of doing the famous BuzzFeed quiz to determine exciting. which Twilight character are you. And you may recall from our episode 10, shameless plug, our other guest star, our housemate, who again had no choice but to be on this, <laughs> he, um, he got Jacob Black. Yeah. Who did you get, Sophie? Interestingly enough, I got, drumroll please... We're not high tech enough. (laughs) I got Edward Cullen. (gasps) Wow. Mortal enemies. (laughs) Wow. We're going to have to keep you and Alex in separate rooms. I think so. You just will hate each other too much. That's just amazing. I assumed like he wasn't an option on the BuzzFeed quiz. Just too high ranking. Yeah. Well... I mean, some of the descriptions of this are kind of amazing, though. Yeah, please read yeah. out. I can't help but think that maybe I'm just, like, the most conceited person ever. <laughs> Stunning. Charismatic. Mysterious. Cold. Warm. What? Serious. Funny. Hyphen. My oh my. <laughs> You're quite the package deal. Tell me, have you become accustomed to people fainting when you enter a room? <laughs> You're Edward Cullen, and you're loyal to such a degree that no being will ever hurt the ones you love. I'm not being funny, but is that what loyalty is? Nobody hurting the ones you love? <laughs> like, what? Oh, but yeah. That's so funny. That is the whole package. Take that as you will. Cold and warm. <laughs> yeah, what and do hot they... and cold and Kate Perry. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Should we 
jump in with shining lights? <laughs> yes, let's. <laughs> no, you should. Uh, my shining light is so visual. I, I just think I'm going to struggle to explain exactly what it is. It's um, when they go to Rio for the honeymoon. Um, they're just driving through Rio to get to the boat that will take them to the private island. And um, Edward stops the car so they can get out and dance on the street because there's a bit of a street party going on. And there's this one second shot of a guy playing the sax so enthusiastically. <laughs> and it just cracks me up. We're going to have to put a gif on Instagram and Twitter. Really to, like, just to, it, really, it really was amazing to watch. I love him. Oh, what was your shining lights? Um, okay, so <laughs> I kind of think my shining lights are more like vague, flickering lights. I'm not quite sure. Uh, <laughs> I've written down some things that are pretty bizarre, really. So I haven't really gone for one very specific bit. I've basically said any scene with Esme's forehead, <laughs> which might sound really savage, but... Esme being Edward's mum. Edward's mum. Adopted mum. Yeah. Adopted mother. Um, I don't understand why they've done what they've done, but it's a similar thing that you've mentioned in previous episodes about Edward's jaw. Like, I don't <laughs> understand how from, like, one minute to another a man's entire facial shape can change. But Edward's jaw changes and Esme's forehead is at least a nine head at some points. It's amazing. Um... It's, yeah. But it's the camera yeah. angles. Yeah. It's Something to amazing. do with her. It's, I, she's I a beautiful woman. She yes. is a beautiful woman with many heads. I don't know. <laughs> um, I also seem to have just written down terrifying baby and underlined it twice, but I think I'm going to stick with Esmo's forehead and that should be <laughs> something more in the background. The baby is pretty terrifying. Yeah. terrifying, to be fair. Yeah, that's fine, I think. I love it. Sam? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Did you write it down? <laughs> I just... I've written it in my notes. You've got a new one this week. Finally, a new one. <laughs> I always, always choose Alice in her speech. It's not that this week. So, um, I like to compare Twilight with other TV shows and films that are just, you know, mm-hmm. infinitely better. So I really kind of cling on to little things. Like one episode, I think I did a Game of Thrones comparison. Yep. This episode, my shining light got so excited because I realised that one of... Bella's friends, who is with Anna Kendrick at the wedding, she's in The Walking Dead, which I have been obsessing over recently. It's my latest fad. Um, I'm up to series seven. No spoilers, please. No spoilers. (laughs) I'll be really upset. Um, But yeah, and I saw her and I was like, hmm, oh, ten episodes, ten ten watches in, and I go, hmm, she looks kind of familiar. It's because she's wearing these really big glasses that, you know, like the classic in like a teen movie when it's like she's the got pretty her glasses ugly girl on, and the she pretty... takes them off and just shakes her hair and she's stunning. She's, she's like, prom Ooh. queen. She's yeah. prom queen, yeah. Um, and yeah, little, little side story of The Walking Dead. So sometimes fate just intervenes and basically series seven and series eight were not available on Amazon Prime. But... As I finished the last episode of series six, the very next day, series seven became available on Amazon Prime. That's, That's pretty incredible. I, I mean, fate, fate, up to the gods. I don't know, but it happened, and it was magical. So that's my little side note there. Um, you were meant to watch all of that show. Yes. I think Sophie made a very good point um, during this watch. So they get to um, Bella and Ed get to Isle Esme. Um, for the honeymoon and he picks her up 
to carry her over the threshold. And you very rightly pointed out that's not a tradition. The tradition is when you get home mm-hmm. to your house. <laughs> Like, whose home is this? Whose threshold is this? I kind of feel like, hey, it was a gift from Carla. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I feel like he cursed them. You go back on tradition, you know, you walk under that ladder, you carry a woman over the threshold of another man's property. I mean, I'm not trying to be patriarchal here, but I'm saying it's another man's property. The super. I'm just oh, saying. If Sophie, we're going to get superstitious on this, no wonder she got ravaged by <laughs> some sort of succubus internal demon. I don't know. Sophie, that is so insightful. Well, really that's amazing. My uh, literature of the gods. I was just yeah. module not going. I was just You can tell you did English lit. <laughs> oh, um, excellent. Yeah. It's always good to get you know intelligent people on the podcast <laughs> to try and help us we walk try. us through. Walk us through. <laughs> Oh, Only the best. <laughs> hmm. You also you also made a very good point. You you just I had guess. so many good points. So at the very beginning, Bella's Bella about to get married, and um, Bella's trying on her wedding shoes, and they're very high heels, very uncomfortable, and she's clip clopping around in them like <laughs> so ungraceful, and then she's complaining to Edward's sister and saying, "Can I just go barefoot?" And then what did you say? Oh, why doesn't she just wear flats? Like, <laughs> flat shoes are a thing. And you know what? I thought, like, come on, like, we've all worn heels when we didn't want to. Like, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, it's your wedding day. You don't have to wear heels. And then I saw the grass. And I realised, <laughs> who on earth thought she could walk along that grass? Like, Mossy. She used to Moss. walk across the forest floor, essentially. <laughs> in stilettos. No, it was never going to Just sinking happen. into the marshy bog. <laughs> no. Yeah, in reality, she wouldn't have been able to do that. Physically, terrible. you wouldn't be able to <laughs> do it. I don't think she's actually wearing them in the wedding scene. I'd be I, really I surprised. Actually, I, I really remember vividly trying to focus on what she was wearing, and I'm not sure what was going on, but I just couldn't seem to figure out whether she was wearing shoes or not. Like, what was she wearing? We, we, need, to, see? No, we need to watch okay. it. Okay. We're going to have to watch right. it again. Do you think you're going to watch it again, guys? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Not sure. I wasn't planning to, but yeah, maybe. Mm. Oh dear. Mm. Mm. Oh. It's the night before their wedding, and Edward's plan has gone the stag do, and all the lads come along. Lads, lads, <laughs> lads, 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 lads. Jump up to the window and go, let him out, Bella. And then, and then they jump back down, and then they're waiting for Edward. And then she, she makes, she says, they're going to be strippers. And they make <laughs> me laugh every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then. For the first time in 11 watches, I heard one of the men from downstairs shout, Boring! <laughs> and I was like, are they saying that he's boring for not having strippers? Like, was that their first choice? <laughs> I think choice? that was the reaction. <laughs> was that their first choice? Um, I think there's something as well from that scene that I really enjoyed, like that sort of pre-wedding chat. Like, where he's, like, there, and, you know, you're supposed to be doing the whole, I love you so much, I'm so excited to spend my life with you. (laughs) Like, honestly, I've never loved anyone like you. We're getting married, I'm so happy. And then he's like, yeah, that's all good and everything. But also, like, before I met you, like, I slaughtered so many people. (laughs) (laughs) And for some reason, I've written down Edward the Confessor. (laughs) (laughs) This is my Edward the Confessor scene. I don't know if you knew this about me, but, like, my life's been really hard. She's so not conflicted at all. She's a drug. She's like, they were criminals. They totally deserved it. I mean, bear in mind, like, I know we're going outside of the film here, pre this film, earlier films, first film. Yeah. I'm trying to think back to like my teenage youth watching this. (laughs) There's those guys in the car park and he comes and like beats the 
beats the absolute bejesus out of them. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. she's seen this before. She shouldn't be surprised that he's got a bit of an edge, you know? Yeah. That's true. But, yeah. Wow, wow you give context as well. <laughs> oh, Sophie. Like, I work hard for the wine. <laughs> yeah. package. <laughs> Oh, give you a bit of voice to Bay, and you really, yeah, really so give it all you got. <laughs> yeah, and Harry Botang Fastix oh, as well. I've, I've really, really gone to town. <laughs> they're oh, they're so good. I just like love that, like oh, lovely sour, like mm. oh, bitter. Oh, it's good. So. Mhm. Right, well, I've run out of notes. All right, <laughs> <laughs> carry um, me, guys. Okay. So if we if we go to the honeymoon, which is. If we're honest, the best part of the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the next morning, when she wakes up and there's like a wide shot of the room and how totally wrecked it is. <laughs> so I never really thought about this before because obviously the four poster is completely smashed to splinters. But the rest of the room is also... But like every single piece of furniture is knocked over. All the doors are open on like the wardrobes and stuff. <laughs> They just ran around the room, fucking up as much shit as they could. Like, have you, have you never like had such a like romantic sexual Wild experience that literally night. like they threw you onto every surface of the room and specifically opened drawers, upended <laughs> tables with passion. You were looking for stuff. I don't know. What are you looking for in the wardrobe? Looking for condoms. Need, I need looking it for now. Condoms, never <laughs> you know what? You know what? They bloody weren't there, were they? Because they didn't do the Well, there must be some somewhere. Oh, never well. mind. I'll just Under have to go carpet, for it. Under the carpet, maybe. <laughs> Let me just upend this sofa. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. No, that's... Um, that's kind of amazing. Just, just on that point, actually. Although, you know with the whole not using protection thing, mm-hmm. although they ultimately send a pretty strong message in that she has a horrific birth and dies, um, so, you know, you should wear a condom, they don't actually fully... They don't say overtly, like, I didn't think to use protection, or maybe no, we should have no. used... They There could have been they a stronger message for oh, the yeah. teens watching this. Like, do you know how this could have been prevented? Condom. <laughs> No just in case you weren't sure. Yeah. Put something on the end of it. Jeremy Carl. Put something on Trademark. the end of it. <laughs> Can we get Jeremy Carl on as a guest? I would really love this. That would have been much better if she... You know when she realises that she's pregnant is when she looks in the wash bag and sees a box of tampons. It would have been better if she'd like opened it and seen a box of condoms and been like, Oh, oh she should have been using these. Sealed. They're still sealed. <laughs> She like opens a cupboard. Pregnancy test positive. Like oh, no. Mate. Oh my god. That's the thing. Would it have made any difference if they'd used a condom, or would his mega vampire dog <laughs> have somehow? I mean, Magic. we saw the state of the room. Imagine the state of whatever oh. they tried to put on the end of it. I'm just saying. I'm not sure it would have made much difference. Actually, you could be right. But she no. could have gone on but the pill. She could have been on the pill. Look, I'll say it again. We said it before. Penetration isn't everything. No, exactly. They could have done literally anything else. <laughs> While we're on this, there was one, one thing that I've written down that really did sort of follow me through this, which was actually what I wrote down was completely grammatically incorrect, so I had to scribble out, which was does vampires grow hair? <laughs> <laughs> does but let's correct it. Do vampires grow hair? Excellent and, like, question. Does anyone remember mm. how I got onto this? <laughs> oh, um, was it? It was something to do with shaving. Oh, I can't oh it was like, um, wasn't it like one of the 
No, was it one of the wigs? Rosalie... No, it was the oh, one, wasn't it? Yeah. Somebody's wig was really rubbish, and then you're like, imagine if you got changed into a vampire and you just had a terrible haircut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've just had a terrible haircut. You don't like it. You think, God, first thing in the morning, I'm going and getting this redone. You go outside, you take the bins out, and just... <laughs> you out there. <laughs> you get bitten, and that's Quite it. Worse. You are stuck with a lob. Like... <laughs> Some sort of like eternity asymmetric bob for all time. You are that that one. This thing, like even if you can't grow your hair anymore, can you dye your hair? Because it yeah. seems that they have. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Rosalie, Rosalie, Rosalie. Her hair was very much long and blonde. Yeah, it was long and blonde, and now it is brown and. I mean, probably about as long, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a really good point, because you presume that mm. their hair wouldn't grow because they're dead, but Bella's hair changes colour at mm. the end when she turns into a vampire. Mm. But that's, the, better, that's the venom it? just making her more beautiful. Yeah. Honey blonde running through it. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. And her perfect makeup, as you said. It's very oh, handy yeah. to have that but for that's the rest of your life. turn into a vampire, just a smoky eye naturally appears. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> It's just lovely. Mm. Um, so I just only just noticed. So when Bella's pregnant and she's like whining and like being sick and stuff. To be fair, I mean she has the right to whine. I don't know why I said that because <laughs> she's having a horrible time. Um, but Jacob comes over and they have an inappro- another inappropriate moment where he's like, she's like, oh I'm cold, and he's like, I got it. And rather than putting a blanket on her, he goes and cuddles her, mm-hmm. just just right in front of her husband. And the rest of the family. And the rest of the family. I only just noticed that his hand is placed practically on her bum. It's right there, for those who can't see. Up her thigh, but I would argue it was her bum. And that is... Just in front of everyone. Yeah, super inappropriate. Oh, that's all my notes gone. (laughs) Bum fondling, that was the last thing you had. (laughs) End on a high. (laughs) Oh, you've got more notes. What have you? Um, what i have here is in capitals music is so dramatic <laughs> but that related to these previous notes which was seen with wolves talking why do they sound like daleks oh it's so bad <laughs> this is where sam always chooses to take her toilet break because she hates it so much it's oh, I hate so it. cringeworthy and i get what they're trying to do is they're trying to do the whole oh i mean they're all in each other's heads and like when you hear like the echoing like jacob 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 thing and you could hear them echoing but it's horrible but it just sounds shit yeah. <laughs> so bad absolute dog I think we shit. would get that they were talking inside each other's heads by the fact that their mouths aren't moving and they're <laughs> giant dogs yeah <laughs> no, you don't need uh, the robot you voice you need echo vocoding <laughs> robot voice repetition <laughs> oh it's just the worst but that was the thing I remember from the book that was like the big thing was when they split off into packs like, that was, like, the biggest relief for Jacob was mm-hmm. that voice in his head had stopped. And they made nothing of that in the film. And I'm just saying, I think that's yeah. disappointing. He splits off. He gets his two little followers unwillingly by his yeah. part. Although Leah but, does say one thing. She she says, they I can't hear them once I decided to break away. Yeah. Yeah. So like, she finally it, got her relief. Now yeah. or something? Yeah. Her relief from being yeah. the pathetic ex-girlfriend you can't get rid of she is pretty bloody pathetic though isn't she bless her I feel her plight she has a hard she's had a hard life she's had but a hard life, also but... she's really annoying yeah oh Mm-mm. bless her bless her cottons um, and Seth Seth is so like 
<laughs> I think that might be all. No, that's all my points except for this one that I crossed out in the beginning. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. So. So as the film was starting, well, not even as the film was starting, when we were still sat here waiting to start the film, it says the title of the film and it says starring and starring is Taylor Lautner, Gil Birmingham and Billy Burke. And I thought, (laughs) wow, those really are the three big names of this film. Taylor Lautner. Gil Birmingham, Billy Burke. <laughs> Who the hell is Billy so Burke? I, I searched them and Gil Birmingham is oh, oh what's his name? Jake Jacob Oh Jacob's <laughs> dad. Yeah. Jacob's dad. Yeah. And Billy Burke is Bella's dad. Bella's dad. Charlie. So I don't know. I was trying to figure Pretty out why is this? cameos. No, I don't, but this is what I was thinking. I was watching it and I was thinking, God, are they the most <laughs> important characters? And you know, societally they would have you think, yes, they are the patriarchy. They are the father. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when we started watching it, I realised it was just because they were the first three characters. Yeah. <laughs> that that came way more sense. <laughs> Which made a lot more sense and totally ruined my theory. Um, oh, damn. But uh, yeah, that was um, a brief enjoyment for me. <laughs> yeah. I love how ditzy Bella's mum is. She's so like, she just waltzes <laughs> through life. Yeah. Like, just like... Like a fairy, like, she has no idea. We all know someone like her. She, and if you don't, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has no idea what's going on. She's just like, what do you say? She's cloud. taken. What She's, she on on? She's on the ludes. She's on the ludes. On the ludes. Get the ludes. That is exactly right. Yeah. She is blessed. That's She's just wafting a perfect, through. Like, summing up of her character. Yeah. She's just. I mean, she sings thing. in her wedding speech. So. <laughs> I mean, a if a lullaby. Bless her. She's everything you kind of like don't want your mum to be at your yeah. oh please don't get drunk and sing again oh. <laughs> put the wine down mum mm. <laughs> so early on right at the beginning of the film when they all you, they all receive their wedding invites um, Bella's mum sort of like walks up the garden path waving <laughs> her she's like Phil it's happening <laughs> and so Phil is Bella's stepdad but we don't see his his face or anything in this shot where she's waving the invitation it's just the back of his head and I just think they forgot to invite the actor to the shoot that day they're like oh bums we just realised we need it <laughs> quick what? Look, you're not doing anything get Terry get Terry. Terry. Oh, Terry not Terry put Terry in a check shirt and get him in front of the camera <laughs> he's backstage calling his wife Terry, you nailed it. Here's your ten pounds. <laughs> ten pounds! God, oh no, it's a dollar star in your fist. How much are you getting paid today, Sophie? Ten. Zero. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> I thought we agreed. I have very much. Like, filled up on wine here. This is yeah, I pay, I pay people in wine. Every, I think so that's, that's a fair price. I think that is a it fair really price. It really is, and it is my favourite wine. I mean, what, so more could, what more could you want, really? Money. <laughs> <laughs> Not having to watch the film. Not having to do the podcast. <laughs> if there's one thing I can say for watching that film just now, I, I don't know if it just says something about like the films I've been watching recently, but I really thought it was going to keep going. Like, I'm sure you guys are sick of it at this oh, point. Yeah. But, like, honestly, I was like, God, is that it? Really? It's done. Yeah, right? Oh, I think it, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because it's a part one, I just 
no. doesn't conclude properly. Yeah, and I sort of felt like, oh, there's other bits I'm waiting to happen. No, that's part two. Do you want to watch part two now? Mate, let's watch part two now. Let's crack it up. <laughs> <laughs> People keep saying to me, like, oh, so you're going to do series two? Like, you're going to do one of the other films? I'm like, mate. That is mate. a bloody joke. That is, that is an unfunny joke. Not a funny one at no all. No way. Even just the thought of doing another series, that's another whole year out of our lives. Is it? Is it? I mean, I haven't made a commitment like that before, mm-hmm. so I'm just <laughs> not sure. I. I'm just not sure I can do it. But let's just focus on the first one, yeah. okay? One step at a time. One year, just one year. <laughs> one short year. <laughs> one more day. <laughs> oh. Sophie, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you very much. Hope we remember to turn the mic on. <laughs> oh, no, it can you be like that one. <laughs> No, um, no. Um, but thank yeah. You, yeah, thank you very much for having me. I've loved oh, every second. You're welcome back <laughs> any time yeah. because God knows we need people to carry us through this. <laughs> I'm glad to be a slightly fresh at Paramise. Yeah, <laughs> just walking us through all the details that we miss. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com. Yahoo, of course. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow us on Twitter at wind underscore breaking. Or you can follow our Instagram at wind underscore breaking. Thanks, guys. Bye.